Hello, guys. Whoa, you <laughs> sound like... <laughs> <laughs> um, hello, guys. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of College Roomies Navigate Life. Um, this is us after Thanksgiving break. Thanksgiving. It's been like a week after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, today we didn't really have a plan on what to talk about. We're just... Do we ever have a plan? Literally, we don't. <laughs> but There's never a plan. Yeah. Life should be unplanned constantly. Yeah. Spontaneous. Spontaneous. All the time. All the time. Every action should be of spontaneity. Spontaneity? Spontaneity? Spontaneity. Spontaneity. Uh, I don't know. Oh God! <laughs> Spons- that's a it's a word, right? Yeah, Spons- yeah. I know what you're talking about. I just what is the word? Spontaneity or spontaneity? No. Uh, someone look it up. Some I'm looking it up. Spontaneity. I feel like it's spontaneity. Spontaneity. Yes. Yeah. Life should be lived with spontaneity. Maybe if <laughs> we're using that word correctly. I think yeah. Oh my god how was your thanksgiving break <coughs> it was quite good actually i didn't do much which is what i want to do on breaks anyway i just want to like sit and do nothing and just like hang out with my dogs and my Aww, family how is kiko and oh. um toby <laughs> <laughs> they're both doing so good i love them so much <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> they're both doing amazing um, Kiko is so chill, and Toby is just, he's just a little rascal. <laughs> he's just a troublemaker. He's just a troublemaker. A vermin? Yeah, literally. <laughs> Kiko is fighting back. Oh. Whoa. Lol. Lol. Kiko LOL. is fighting back, though, a little bit, so he's, he's, he's getting feistier, I would mm-hmm. say, but still very sweet and calm, and he just follows Aww. me around everywhere. <laughs> he's so cute. But he can't sleep with me because Why? truly last time he shit on my floor so uh is he not potty trained he is potty trained but like i'm not very good in the morning <laughs> about taking them out so i let them sleep with my brother because he usually wakes up early yeah because like i guess they got used to like 7 a.m or whatever for Ooh, potty time yeah and i'm like what the fuck i'm not about to wake up at 7 a.m but those are your babies listen L- i'm listening my brother can do that <laughs> you're right a man should so yeah they literally shit on my floor so jesus quite annoying <laughs> but hey maybe that was mom's fault hmm? <coughs> no can we think of that <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> anyways how was your your thanksgiving break oh, oh. my god sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry <coughs> I got to see my family. I got to see my cat, Disco. He's so silly because he knows that I don't, like, quote unquote, discipline him because my mom will, like, like be stern with him. Yeah. I don't know what she means by that. <laughs> um, but he's, like, cautious around her. Okay. Yeah. But with me he knows that he can get away with things and he knows that he's not allowed in our rooms to sleep um but every time i open my door he would like dash in he would like make a fucking 100 yard 10 second dash into my room but he's so cute i love him a lot i also got to see coco bear oh my god coco my best friend my best friend in the world coco bear is the light of my life the joy to my 
The Joy to My Darkest Days. Um, oh, oh my gosh. God. When. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. Oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up. Um, oh, God. Yeah. A, yeah. The light of my life, I got to see. She. Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally, when I got there, she got so excited, she peed. Oh, <laughs> no, really? Yeah. Nobody used to do that. Really? That's yeah. so. It's, I know it's bad. I know they like, <laughs> shouldn't do it, but I'm like, oh, God, that's so silly. Like, imagine, imagine, like, you meet a friend and you haven't seen them <laughs> in a while. And you, they, just they just pee. pee because they're so excited <laughs> yeah. to see you. Like, like I know public embarrassment, um, but that <laughs> I would be like, oh, my God, so Aww, sweet. That's so affectionate <laughs> of you. <laughs> Literally <laughs> piss off. <laughs> oh, God. No, yeah, yeah but she... <laughs> peed <coughs> oh my god sorry nicole is getting over a cough <laughs> yeah i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> anyways oh my god but um yeah got to see coco thanksgiving so stressful really too many family members oh that's so true um or not family members but family friends <laughs> yeah and i'm like who are these people <laughs> i don't know you <laughs> i love thanksgiving though Oh Thanksgiving God. was like just a small family affair. Oh, uh, that's just so nice. Just immediate family. Was it just your mom, your dad, brother, sister, grandma? Yeah, and uh, my aunt, my uncle, and then our cousins from my mom's side. <gasps> See, that's how it should be. Yeah, Come just on. like just like small and intimate. Because mm-hmm. like the big family gatherings are God, so stressful. It's stress. I hate hosting Thanksgiving when it's like a big party thing. Because mom is stressed all the time yeah she's like the whole day the whole week the whole week she's like i need this and i'm like what is dad doing first of all on the couch again tbh my dad is the one who's stressed (laughs) 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 oh okay 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 oops sorry (laughs) signing general but yeah usually it's stressful yeah but this one was chill and i was a head chef this oh what do you mean you, I you cooking the main dishes what yeah wait. i made the mac and cheese the mashed potatoes mm-hmm. the stuffing didn't make a turkey though because didn't or did no i'm didn't. i w- I, w- uh, I can't make a turkey that just seems too hard making a turkey is way too hard right <laughs> and then everyone else was like in charge of like the little like desserts and like side dishes and everything mm. like that but yeah 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 what was the favorite thing that you had this year um oh my god the mac and cheese let me show Ooh, you show me show me show me show me so me. creamy i was i was gonna damn. froth at the mouth perhaps Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh god jesus i'm trying not to cough into the mic but like it just comes out of me you know so <laughs> like whoa whoa <gasps> stop oh my god can we make mac and cheese yeah can god we? shit mac and cheese is so good and it's so easy it's fairly easy you <coughs> know quite easy mm-hmm. yeah anyways anyways nicole and i oh update nicole and i recently got into backgammon oh <laughs> <laughs> because backgammon. i played with my cousin and her mom and mother-in-law and i was like wait this is actually kind of fun <laughs> <laughs> so i ordered us a small backgammon game and nicole has won three times i uh, we played three times <laughs> and listen i won three for three <laughs> i don't know my strategy is like so i'm not good at 
being able to strategize in really the long yeah Cause like, like long long game because i'm afraid to make risks uh-huh in the first like you know parts of it yeah and then i try to just like build up barriers so you can't pass yeah but then it like prevents me from going progressing forward yeah. yeah so i need to play more offensively play like me yeah yeah v's very much defensive position yeah i was very much going on the offense the whole time no yeah well no yeah Okay, sorry, we had some technical difficulties, but we messed up badly. <laughs> <laughs> kind of messed up. <coughs> but we're back. We're back and better than ever. I don't know what we were talking about. Oh, we were talking about backgammon. Um, Nicole has won three out of three times because she's an offensive player, and I'm purely defense, and you can never win with just defense. Yeah. Yeah. So. You gotta have a mix of both. Yeah. And you gotta take risks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just jump at it. Oh, God, that's scary. <laughs> Risks are scary. Also, you got to know when it's better to, to like, take, a pl- take like, one of my pieces or use it to advance your other pieces. Yeah, I'm, like, greedy with, like, taking <laughs> pieces. I'm, like, hmm, take, 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 I'm take. I'm, like, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. 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 But that's pretty exciting. We finished one game today. Yeah. Okay, next time <laughs> I will win. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps. Maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> I would like to keep my winning streak. But yeah. you never know. Maybe V will. Have a streak? Yeah. Hopefully. Perhaps. We'll just have to see. We will just have to hope. <laughs> we'll have to dream. <laughs> hope and dream. And pray. <laughs> Especially pray. Jesus, God. Praise the Lord. On your knees. <laughs> God. <laughs> Um, but what were we going to talk about? Nicole and I were going to talk about, um, we watched some videos as we do. We watch, we we are video watchers, videography lovers, film extraordinaries. Oh yes. Enthusiast. What? (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Enthusiast. (laughs) Tongue twister. Um, Tongue twister. Yeah. So we were watching a video about gratitude oh yeah yeah you were and like oh the videos where people are like calling up people they love to tell them they love, they them. love them oh god <laughs> those always get me those get me so much and i feel like i never ever actually do that <laughs> me too i feel like i'd be like that's like so vulnerable mm-hmm. that is because it's like a lot of the people in the video were like oh yeah i haven't talked to them in a in while in a while yeah i, I, I don't was think like, i can oh. do that like ima- <laughs> <laughs> imagine just like calling up a friend you lost ties with but you didn't want to lose ties with and just calling them randomly they didn't expect the call at all them picking it up and you kind of being in that very vulnerable state and like admitting that you still like want them in your life and you value them a lot and oh god oh god literally oh god and like oh my god when people are saying i love you to the people that moved away or they moved away from yeah that was so sad i know yeah. they're so far mm-hmm. god after college i know people are just gonna like taper off and yeah. you won't see them I like know. the people that are consistent in their lives are just the people that will happen to live near them or around yeah. them yeah <sighs> maddie maddie's, in maddie's gonna be in california you might be in California. Who knows? I know. We might. We all might go off into different states for different jobs. That's all so over scary. the world. 
it's so strange you know how people are like oh don't stay in a place for a certain person yeah but isn't it true that a certain career is replaceable but people aren't that replaceable yeah so i understand career advancement and following your passions definitely um but at a certain point when do you stop moving for a career and staying just a second (laughs) talk to that question (laughs) i think at a point where i finally feel settled and have a family because like my mom is a nurse and i've been telling her to be like i've been telling her to like do travel nursing because like it's such good money and also you get to like see the world or whatever and it's like for your job and you also get to like i don't know help other hospitals in like different places that are understaffed and blah 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 and they need your help and stuff like that but it's also like I understand why she can't do it, um, even though it's so appealing. It's because she has a family to take care of. And if she just, like, up and left for her career, I feel like it would be very hard for us. Um, so, yeah, probably just, like, when I'm settled and, like, when I have a family. Or when I, like, have a person, I guess, that I would sacrifice things like maybe like a step back in my career sort of thing like if i have a person like that that i would sacrifice Do you think there's people like that yeah definitely i feel like <coughs> i feel like hmm like long-term relationships i think there are people who you would you're with that person for a while and you maybe see like forever with them <laughs> as cheesy as it is I think that's the type of person you would probably want to stay in the same location for, that type of thing. Just like, I don't know, there's just certain certain circumstances, I guess, where I would choose to not move for a job. But also, like, at this point in my life, I'm so young, and if a job offer that I really want is, like, on the other side of the world, I would probably take it because I'm just starting off. And I might meet the person there. You never know. Or, yeah. Fee's just making her little soup. Her ro- little ramen. I've run out of things to say. So I'm just going to narrate what she's doing. <laughs> <coughs> but I want to let you answer the question, too. Do you think there's someone... Uh, what circumstance would you say where... You have, like, a job offer for your dream job. Ooh. What circumstance would have to would have to have been happening or something mm-hmm. for you to stay? To stay in a place for a person? Yeah. Mm. Or maybe people. I don't know. Yeah, people. Um, I agree with you. I feel like the answer is actually a little more straightforward than we think it is. Because, like, at a certain point of your life, you're going to want to slow down. And you're going to want to just... I think at a certain point of our life, our goal does become finding a place rather than advancing our career. I mean, some people will consistently and constantly want to explore their passions and their careers. But I think a lot of us, our goals shift to finding a place where we feel like we belong for a long time and establishing ourselves within that place and with those people that surround that place. That's why um, 
hopefully in the future I'd like to become a teacher like that's like hopefully like a retirement job for me where I am just like a teacher at an elementary school for like five ten years or however many years I want to do it because like I feel like that's a job where you do establish a place a permanent type of place because like a lot of work Forces are so volatile in a way that everyone's very much replaceable. But at a, in an educational environment, that's not true. Because, like, as educators find their place in the schools that they're a part of, they become more valuable educators. And they also um, benefit a lot as an educator themselves. So, Yes. At a certain point in my life, I know that my goals will shift to not finding what I'm passionate in and pursuing those passions, but finding places and people that make me happy and feel fulfilled in that sense. That's a good answer. I liked it. (laughs) Good job. (coughs) I'm going to check on my ramen. (laughs) Hold on. Um what to talk about what to talk about okay so um one of the other videos we watched it was called um the science of happiness or something and i had to actually watch it for my be real class which is like a like sort of basically therapy um free therapy at that actually not free because i'm paying tuition for this class but you know um so one of the videos i had to watch was about gratitude practice and i actually never thought about like showing gratitude or being thankful to like um a heightened happiness or something like that but after watching the video and after like just reading about gratitude practice it really shifted my viewpoint and like understanding of what happiness is and like how showing gratitude can really like uplift your emotions because it just like makes you realize all the things in your life or the people in your life and what they've done for you and how they've impacted you and stuff like that and like how showing that gratitude and and sharing why you love them or why they've impacted your life can really just like help you realize how <laughs> like all the good things in your life i guess like that sort of thing like it's so easy to get lost and like oh i want this and that and i i hope or i wish i was more successful in this or i wish blah blah blah. like you know this and that like i wish i had more of this or i can't believe i don't have this or something like that you know it's so easy to get lost in that track i guess and kind of lose yourself in it and reeling back and just like looking at what is around you and all the good things that that's happening in your life makes you happier (laughs) (coughs) that's that oh my god trigger warning there's gonna be a lot of coughs maybe not trigger warning but like literally trigger warning i'm sorry i'm getting over a cold and i'm still coughing a week later which is quite it's, it's almost been two weeks two weeks on monday i don't even know but i hope it's nothing bad 
It's not COVID. Surely not. I've tested negative twice. And Charlie's is getting a little bit sick too. Josh, you told me. <laughs> she was like, my throat is starting to hurt a little bit. <laughs> Well, it makes sense for Charlie's to be a little sick because I'm. We literally share bathroom, a bedroom, a kitchen. <coughs> Don't take Tylenol. Take like vitamin C or like um, emergency. Yeah. Yeah. Heighten your immune system. <laughs> Eat an orange. Perfect. Yes, I am back. Um, yeah, we talked about. Um, or we watch the video on gratitude, and I agree, like, living in what we actually have is so important, and I feel like because we're such a go, go, go society where we have so much, so many resources to compare ourselves to other people and what they might have, like, oh, my God, they have so many so many friends, and, like, oh, my God, like, look at their significant other, like, I'm so jealous, or, like, uh, it's, and it's all valid, too, like, you can be jealous, and you can, like, feel those things, but letting that turn into resentment is not that healthy, yeah. I feel, um, and knowing what you have and being able to express gratitude for the people that are in your lives that are special will help you do that. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it's, like, I feel like people do that a lot where they, like, see things. They're, like, but it's so valid, though. It is. <laughs> it's so valid because it's, like. <laughs> we all do it. Mm-hmm. We all do it. And, and like, it's, like, m- more serious issues as well. Like, it's not just, yeah. Smells yummy. Want some? Oh, sure. I was talking about the cheese. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that video is very heartfelt because, I don't know getting to hear about how people are talking about the people especially the people far away mm-hmm. and knowing that you know even though we aren't in those people's lives physically the amount of care we still can have for those people is like so touching because like the way people are like crying talking I know, God. to the people about the people they were calling and saying oh i i miss them like i wish that we were closer but you can still see that that care is so strong and it makes me wonder like do you think distance is actually a factor that can like um prevent a relationship from not relationships in just a romantic sense like relationships in general like is it actually a factor that um can ruin a relationship (coughs) as a singular thing as a singular Mm -hmm. thing i mean maybe but also it's like there's a lot of long distance couples that make it work and that are constantly in touch and don't need that constant like um presence i guess like physical presence in their lives and so they make it work long distance and so i don't know there are just like a lot of factors i guess that go into like why long distance relationships fail like maybe you have trust issues or maybe like you want to see them oh i guess that's like distance type of thing but one of the more regular like factors i guess 
on top of the distance would be like trust issues and like not trusting your partner and like always having like second thoughts like oh my god they're probably out there i don't know making out with some other chick or something like that and so it's definitely like that sort of thing also like maybe you're not getting enough communication and you're not seeing them as much and you just feel like really disconnected with that person so just like a lot of um outside factors um on top of the distance that makes it so hard to maintain like a long distant relationship especially through like years like a year is like pretty long but years to like be away from each other and keep up that relationship i think that's just like so hard because there there are just so many things that your partner is missing out on i guess or you're and like vice versa that you know that you guys can't experience like together because you're not together like physically so yeah i would like to say that distance isn't the only reason or isn't like the sole reason but sometimes it is i feel like because like it's hard to be away from people you love especially if it's like a significant other where you know like you share a lot of your life with them and like they're your partner in life essentially and so without them there it's like i don't know you're missing your other half blah, 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 like stuff like that but <coughs> it's quite difficult and i feel like some couples i guess w- can't make it work solely on the distance because they're just too far and there's just a lot of things you need to to do together like in person i guess i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know what about you what can't you do virtually that you can do in person besides physical I don't know, like, like, shit, cuddle, no, I'm kidding, (laughs) (laughs) um, I don't know, like, hang out, you can hang out, (laughs) I guess you can (laughs) hang out virtually, but you can't, like, go take a stroll in the park, you can, (laughs) okay, well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> mm, I partly agree with you. I don't know if distance can be the sole thing. Yeah. Because like you said, is there like underlying trust issues? Is there like love languages that are not being met? Oh, yeah. Because mm. if your love language is physical touch, then you're not getting that yeah, from a long distance can. relationship. Can you? No. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Virtual hug. Virtual hug. Virtual hand holding. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Yeah. I think distance can only exacerbate problems. Yeah. Like everyone I think has a little bit of trust issues, but distance can like amplify it to an a level that some couples don't survive survive or some people like just maybe it's not trust issues it's just like hmm just like maybe overthinking yeah like yeah creating like situations that aren't real and it just like eats you up and then you know then it just like turns into trust issues 
you know? And then your partner's like, why are you questioning me, blah, 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 stuff like that. Do you think if you built distrust for a partner, is that, does that feel like you are like losing love for that partner, kind of? If you, if you what? If you, when you feel like you're <coughs> losing trust for a person, do you also feel like you're losing, you're love? L- losing love for them? Um, yes and no, because you could still love someone and not trust them because hmm. i feel mm-hmm. like or i don't know because like you can like shit that's a hard question because i feel like trust and love go hand in hand but they i don't think they're like so in like explicitly like intertwined mm-hmm. where i have to trust no let me backtrack Because I have to trust you to be able to, like, say I love you. Right? (laughs) But also, like, you could break your trust or someone could break your trust and you could still, like, have love for them. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think... (coughs) Okay. But it... The love starts to kind of fade, The love starts to dwindle. Because, Mm -hmm. like... Because if you... I don't know. If you start... If you start losing trust in someone, you... Hmm. I can't find the words to say what I'm trying to say. But to answer your question, yeah, I think so then. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to think of love and trust to be so interconnected. interconnected. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. They? I feel like yeah, but I f- <laughs> I feel like they're separate entities, but yeah. they're like they're like they're like connected, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Cuz like to love is to trust someone enough to let them in, no? Yeah. To let them, mm-hmm. you know, into your heart. And to be, to trust them and to, like, be vulnerable with them. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't have, like, that advanced state of a relationship without trust yeah, at all. that's true. But I feel like once you're in that, once you've built that trust and love as a byproduct... Is that right? Mm. Mm, is love a is byproduct of trust? Or is trust a lo- byproduct of love? Ooh. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Some therapist listening. <laughs> <laughs> if let us know. My therapist. <laughs> um shit. Wait, what was I saying about Okay, I was gonna say like once you've built that trust and then once you've gotten to that point of love, I guess, um, because you trust that person so much with your heart, you probably love them or something. I don't know. Anyways, there's like, you can like break their trust or like, um, yeah, you could like break their trust or like do something that like, makes you a little less trustful to them and then they could still love you sort of thing because like that happens in relationships where you do something and your partner may lose trust in you because of that certain thing maybe like a lie or whatever and they could still have love for you but I feel like I don't know if it like if the love just like dies down with the trust 
or I don't know if it happens like at the same time. You know? You know what I'm trying to say? Yes. It has to be a repeated breaking of the trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a severe yeah, breaking of the like trust. So severe. Mm-hmm. Like cheating or something. Yeah. I was gonna ask you that that as a follow up. Like what would it take someone in a friendship, in a relationship, in a familial context to do to break your trust? Um cheating. Mm-hmm. Or why? I think we talked about this before, but like why is cheating like the ultimate breaking of trust in a relationship like why is it because you cheated on me fuck but why i'm i'm not like (laughs) i'm trying to play devil's advocate um (coughs) i'm not defending cheating but i'm just like wondering why like why because i agree it's like one of the um biggest indicators that trust has been broken but why because like you're seeking out another person because like with a relationship most of it, you know, is, like, monogamous, right? Like, you are um, exclusive to just you guys. And so, like, when you go out and find another partner and, you know, cheat behind your partner's back, that's, like, a huge breaking of trust because you're, you know, you're just breaking my trust. You're fucking sleeping with some other person. Why? Or... Yeah, fuck, I don't know. What if they're not, like, sleeping with them? What if they're not sleeping with them? What else? Yeah. What are they doing? I don't know. <laughs> Hand-holding? I don't know. <laughs> Kissing? What? I don't know. It's still cheating. Mm-hmm. Well, what do we constitute as cheating? Hand-holding? I don't know. No. That, no. In a romantic context? <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <coughs> um, I don't know. Why do you think that cheating is one of the biggest violations of trust because it's something that's like one you're like seeking out another person yeah and emotionally becoming more vulnerable for that person yeah so if you've built a level of trust with that person which means like you are definitely seeking them out i guess yeah and um it's something that's like you can see and you can it's like tangible it's like oh like i guess like and it's just like a lie yeah oh yeah like Like you're just being dishonest mm -hmm, the component of dishonesty yeah and like i don't know it's something that is removed from the person who's getting cheated on you know it's like you can't wonder if you're not spending enough time with them if you're not putting in enough effort, it's like they're the ones that cheated. Yeah. You know, it's like you're not mutually cheating. You know, it like anything else could be a little mutual and you could like wonder, oh, wow, is it me or is it actually them? But with cheating, it's like, oh, it's definitely them. It's completely them yeah. that is violating the trust within this relationship. It's yeah. not like a mutual shared thing that we both could work on. Yeah. Yeah. It's just them. It's just them. It's the cheaters. Talking about cheaters <coughs> and exes and stuff, we also watched a cut video, Love Cut, <laughs> about... Cut. Shout out Cut. <laughs> Shout out Cut. Please let us be on your show. <laughs> but we watched a video about 
I think exes were they all exes? Oh yeah, yeah, exes who brought their ex <laughs> <laughs> or uh, people that brought their ex onto the show, and they asked all um, every couple or ex couple asked each other like thirty questions, and the I guess the goal of the video was to see if they were gonna get back together, yeah, if they were gonna get back together, or should they get back together? And there was um, one couple that was married. Um, one couple i don't even know it talked they talked like they were only in a situationship the two guys oh yeah it didn't, it didn't seem, seem like, like they were like in a, an official relationship yeah because yeah for some reason and then the two um, the straight couple the straight couple it seemed like like he definitely they it seemed like they were together but like were they yeah they were are you sure yeah i think so but not Maybe not long enough, or yeah, because oh my god, it was so heartbreaking it was seeing quite sad. them. Because um, the guy clearly loved her and is still in love with her. Yeah, like he said it. He literally, he was like, <coughs> the people asked you think you're still in love with her, blah blah blah, and he was like, yeah, I am. And it seemed like she was never so in the first place. Yeah, which is so heartbreaking. It's like, so sad. Oh god. Like, loving someone and them not loving you back. Or just, like, I don't know, being in a relationship and then you, like, get to that point of love and they just never reach that point of love. Mm. So sad. So sad for the person. Fuck. So sad in general. Yeah, but... I don't know. Do you think seeing those... I mean, we didn't get a huge grasp of their relationship, but... Do you think that any of those relationships should get back together? No. Oh, wow. I feel like... Oh, God. With the one married couple, they were talking about how one of them had, like, postpartum depression, Mm -hmm. and they just had a lot of issues in their life, and how they just kind of started like retreating i guess from their relationship or they were just like not (coughs) they were not i don't know i guess they were just like not being a good partner and so when the time came to like when they were ready to like step up and be a good partner the time for them had already passed do you think that can happen often like time passing yeah i feel like it's just some sometimes it's just too late for you guys even though you know maybe once there could have been a time for you but i guess it was just too late right person wrong time no (laughs) (laughs) just wrong time Mm -hmm. wrong person i guess (coughs) but i don't think i don't think any of them were getting back together and then the straight couple the guy or the girl was clearly uninterested in pursuing a relationship romantically like maybe they could have been good as friends and i think they that's what she said too she was like i kind of see you as more of a friend so she really was super honest yeah i mean good good for her because like if you you it's it would be a waste of time to pursue a relationship where you don't feel like any romantic feelings you know so good for her and sad for him (laughs) oh my god i think I really liked how the comment pointed out, like, miscommunication. Yeah. Because he loved her, right? Yeah. But in the video, it said 
she she never knew she never knew and he so never, he never, he never told her it. yeah and that's what she wanted to feel like love yeah so do you think i guess love can get completely lost even though it's the right kind because of factors like communication yes mm. i would say so um because if you don't vocalize your love for someone and the person maybe their love language is words of affirmation and they need that like they i feel like maybe her love language was words of affirmation because she needed like those type of words i guess to like want her to stay in the relationship or something so vocalizing that and letting them know would be a good (laughs) would be something good but if like if you don't it's just like i guess she was also talking about like the pressure of love Mm -hmm. or like having that emotion of love and so when she she thinks that love is endured and not experienced (gasps) oh my oh sorry sorry i cut you off but i don't know what i was saying what was i saying she was talking about how love was oh like a pressure thing yeah a pressure thing so i guess she was like there was a lot of pressure for her to feel that emotional love and i guess when he didn't vocalize it she felt like there was no point in trying to like feel that with that person so yeah interesting so (laughs) bouncing off that i know you believe that love is something that's endured and not just experienced why do you believe that like why do you think it's like more something that people are pressured into in a circumstance rather than something that just happens not saying you don't believe it's something just happens and it yeah. can be free flowing but why do you believe it is something that it is endured more so um i don't know just like how i was saying like from my friend's experience and like um my experience i guess not with love just like losing trust in friendships and stuff like that where you come out and you're just like wow that shit was tough and it's just like something i've endured or whatever so i think in certain situations obviously like love can be so good everyone deserves love and it shouldn't be something that you have to endure it should be something you experience of course but also there are certain situations where love is something that's been endured and how (coughs) you kind of like after um getting out of a, a relationship you are so like broken and beaded down and like bruised or whatever and you just look at look back at your situation and you can say it was love you can feel the love i guess between you and your partner but at the end of the day all the shit that they've put you through um i guess kind of like out measures all the love you felt and so that's why i feel like Mm. love is something that can be endured Mm. But I guess, like, I already asked you this before, but <laughs> it was it actually, like, true, true love if it was something that w- put you through so much pain? Um, 
I don't know. I mean, I can't really answer this truthfully or like with a lot of evidence from my own from my own life because I don't think I, I don't I've never been in love. So it's like, I don't know. But from like other people's experience, from like what I hear from my friends and all their relationship shit. It definitely sounds like something they've just endured and something they have, like, overcome. And so I can't be like, oh, because he did this and this to you, it can't be called love. Because I don't know the relation or the feelings within that relationship. And so I cannot discredit somebody's own feeling of love for another person. And so I don't know. I can't really answer that. But I guess, like, I feel like it can be love even though they hurt you because one of the one of my I guess indicators of love is when they have something that can hurt you I guess like Mm. they can like hurt you (laughs) you know like something they can do can hurt you but can't anyone hurt you yeah but like with someone you love like the hurt is so much more profound like it hurts so much more than just like a random stranger or like maybe an acquaintance or a friend like it hurts so much more coming from like the person you love i guess but shouldn't they also serve as someone who is able to protect you from that type of hurt the most yeah they should be (laughs) and most times they are but also a lot of the times those like the people we love the most are usually the ones that hurt us the most because they have the power over us the power over us that's that like power of <laughs> yeah that j- the power they just have the power to hurt us more mm, question those are the people we love the most right uh-huh but do they love us the most if they are yeah i mean we hurt the people we love why <laughs> I don't know. We just do. <laughs> like, um, yeah. I guess I, yeah. I guess we do have the power to definitely hurt the people we love. Because we know them the best. Mm-hmm. And we know what hurts. Mm-hmm. And so, it's not even like that we purposely seek to hurt them. It's just that it happens. And, you know, that po- that because we love them and because they love us, that hurt it's just so much more profound and it's just like bigger would you be able to like forgive a friend or a partner or anyone if they've hurt you a lot but you know why they might have did it done it what like give me an example hmm gosh maybe they know about a certain insecurity of yours Okay. And you get into a heated argument or something or anything along the lines and they may not use it, but it just like slips out of them. Yeah. In a moment of anger or passion. Yeah. Or maybe they understand that you are anxiously attached or something or you just are like an anxiously attached person. And when they're they feel hurt by you they know that they should pull away because that can hurt you back 
Um, hmm. Would I ever, would I be able to forgive them? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the bigger question is like, <sighs> yes, you, they may have put you through like this pain and hurt, but you understand the intention was not to hurt you necessarily, but for like your own good. No, not for your own good. I guess this example is like different from the examples that I provided, but like, if someone you loved hurt you, but you understood their intentions were good, would you oh. be able to forgive them? Yes, I think. It depends on what it was. And they would have had to, like, explicitly mention their intention, I guess. Because intention, I think, is everything. Like, a lot of people do things with good intention you know like lie with good intention or just like commit crime no kidding (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) just like just intention is everything and so if it was like good intention i think i can even though it hurt me to some extent i think i can look past it i think would you um i case by case yeah with everything but i don't know sometimes i don't think intention can stand in the place of an excuse kind of Mm. it shouldn't be i see because at the end of the day sometimes the intention doesn't matter because the amount of pain and hurt you've gone through because of a certain person or a certain action instance whatever intention shouldn't excuse it at all and it shouldn't be something that makes you stay i guess because it's not the action itself Mm. intention is just like the thought behind the action but the action itself should should sometimes tell you to distance and leave or act in certain ways that's a good point i changed my answer intention is not (laughs) everything (laughs) and actions speak louder than words or speak louder than intention or whatever like some thought i guess because love is an action Mm. do you think that yeah can it just be a thought no i feel like it just be a feeling that you feel but never act on act on i mean in some circumstances (laughs) in some situations yes it could just be a feeling that you don't have to act on but if like you're pursuing a relationship or just like friendship or whatever and you love that person you have to show it Mm because like it can't just be like um through your thoughts or whatever Mm -hmm. like you can say i love you but like your actions are like not backing it up like you could say i love you but you don't spend time with me you flake you i don't know don't do things I want to do where you're just like uninterested, something like that. Mm. But you could say, I love you. Yeah. And they can, they can mean it too. They can mean it. Yeah. But if you're not, I guess, doing what you're saying, it's just like, it's not worth anything to me. Mm. It's quite worthless. No, (laughs) maybe not worthless, but just like not, it doesn't, not strong enough, not strong enough. Yeah. Which is, like, why it probably feels so good f- 
for ourselves to express gratitude because it's like and like action to show that gratitude because we know that's also what we want yeah yeah we want someone to love us (laughs) and we want someone to say how grateful they are of us (laughs) gratitude (coughs) what is um how big is your be real class um it was like 12 people it's quite intimate wow do you guys have like sharing circles or something well not really oh well yeah it's like an open space for everyone like the one in-person class i attended before um it went to hybrid wait it went hybrid yeah it went hybrid i don't know why but can you still go in mm, some people do but a lot of us just stay on zoom so it's a lot more awkward on Zoom, but like in person, it was actually quite nice because we were just like in a circle, just like talking about like di- different prompts and like sharing with the class how we feel and like our different, I don't know, the ways we regulate our emotions and stuff like that. Like it's it's very like honest. Like the teacher is so like transparent, I guess, and so like open. Like the environment is so safe, I think, because like everyone is just so, like just chill. Like they're just like. They're just like there. It's like a it's like an open therapy session, mm. like group therapy. Does it f- like do they use the same methods? Do you think as therapy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, maybe not as like intense or like extensive, but like there are certain like aspects that are similar to therapy, like regulating your emotions, labeling your thoughts, journaling, like things like de-stress and stuff like that it's just like um simpler simpler therapy not very it's more like um accommodating to like a group not just like a person you know Mm. but yeah you should take it i want to but no (laughs) (laughs) take it why not I already pay for that shit. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Too much. <laughs> if you ever need one credit class, be real. Be real. Let's be real. Be real. What be real? The app too. Yeah. Fake. Fake. But yeah. 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 <laughs> I know we said we would write a poem about our favorite songs, but we never did. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I have been on a cardigan loop Oh, for some reason. Let me look at the lyrics real quick. I don't know what resonated with me so much. Which one's your favorite out of the... Oh, out of the three? Yeah. Betty? Betty? But I also love cardigan. I mean... But I love Betty. Even though it's in the perspective of James, I could... Ugh, fuck, I still love it. Let's okay. You look up Buddy, and I look up um, Cardigan to see okay. what lyrics resonate. Like, what is the lore behind the three? I don't really know. Oh, it's um. So basically, Betty, James, and Aug. I think we already talked about this in one yeah. of our podcast episodes. T Swift, Love and Lore. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but just to recap, um, so Betty and James are an item. Like they're together, but James kind of has this like. He, I don't know if he ignores Betty or just, like, cheats on her 
or something but like he runs away with august and so they have like a summer fling together and like august like actually like loves james like she falls in love with james and like hopes it's like not like a summer fling but like in betty james is like saying how um she um he was thinking about betty the whole time that he was with august i guess and like august like in august it's like she was living for the hope of it all and <gasps> like meet behind like the something i don't remember it. yeah yeah like you know she was like his secret sort of thing um and so at the end of the summer james is like begging betty to like take him back and be like i love you and i was thinking about you this whole time and i'm stupid i'm just 17 blah 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 and so yeah betty and james get back together and august august is just kind of left in the mud that's kind of like a summary like not like if you go on youtube and search up the folklore love triangle i'm sure you'll find a more in-depth like analysis But the lyrics of Cardigan, so good. Oh my, God. my fucking, my, my, my thingy. What is it called? My zine. <gasps> Your zine. My zine. Let me go get it, actually. Zine. But, oh my God, I'm reading the Cardigan lyrics. I'm not a lyric girly <laughs> because I usually just get lost in the music. But the Taylor lyrics. Oh my God. I know this is like the most basic one to pull out of the lyrics, but when she says... And when I felt like an old cardigan oh, yeah. under someone else's bed, you put me on and said I was, I your, was your favorite. favorite. Oh, like, I guess that's why people in vulnerable states fall for people they shouldn't. Because, like, once you felt discarded for so long, when someone yeah. gives you just a little taste of what it might be. Feel like to be wanted. Feel like to be wanted. It feels like something so special yeah. when it might not be. Yeah. And that's why I just like it's kind of like when someone becomes a regular like person that you say hi to or, or something like that. <laughs> like the small little interactions <laughs> where you feel like, ah, you know, then you get attached. Yeah. And getting like, attached to someone, especially when you're in a vulnerable space, like when people have hurt you in the past. Which is why I feel that, you know, like, so many people get blamed for being in toxic relationships or whatever and, like, s almost seeking them out. But it's, like, people will seek out what's familiar to them yeah. and what feels just slightly better. Yeah. Because someone might hurt you so much in the past that you, f anything, a step up from that feels really good. Yeah. But it might not be, like, what, what is actually healthy yeah yeah damn <coughs> and um oh, i want another lyric <laughs> and when she says oh which where where is where is it i really like but i knew you'd linger like a tattoo kiss i knew mm. you'd haunt all of my what ifs oh yeah yeah, yeah that one that good. oh god the feeling of like I don't know what she I know she means by that but I don't know if she like I don't know what she completely means by that but like once you see that person that made you feel so good draw away there's so much of you that spirals yeah so much of you that 
thinks they're like the one yeah when they aren't yeah you're just like oh god if i let him go mm-hmm. then what is yeah 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 this great <laughs> thing or whatever this supposedly great thing but and oh my god to kiss in cars and downtown bars was all we needed you drew stars around my scars now i'm, I'm bleeding. bleeding oh god it's like this person seems to be doing all these grand things but truly like they're still hurting you like the past person yeah did. like they're they're re they're opening up the scars again because oh God, they're yeah. not they still aren't that person that's treating you right even though it seems like that she, she says like you drew stars around my scars it's like oh you it seemed like you dressed up yourself in a way that was a tender type of love but actually I'm bleeding from it still. So actually it's like you just reopened some things that didn't need to be. Oh God. That was good. (laughs) That was quite (laughs) profound. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, Taylor. Taylor is a lyrical genius. Like so good. Like her lyrics seem so simple, but they're not. (laughs) Dude, they're so good. Like (laughs) the way she built a whole world in three songs. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a whole I book. <laughs> it literally. Oh, a trilogy. <laughs> God, I think though August has like the best like lyrics. Lyrics, really. Yeah. Okay, let me look up August lyrics. Real quick. Wanting was enough for me. <laughs> it was enough to live for the hope of it all. Cancel plans just in case you call. It's snowing again. <gasps> it is very very like. It oh looks God. Because it's falling a little oh, yeah. um, slower than rain would fall. It's just wet. But it's very, very wet. It's not. It doesn't. It's. it's, doesn't, it's yeah. Damn. What this sister wakes. Never mind. Mm. Mm, the line of like. You're back beneath the sun, wishing I could write my name on it. Will you call me when you're back at school? I remember thinking I had you. Yeah. Like, I think when she says that line, it's so, like, (sighs) telling that she expected him to be in her life more permanently. Because, like, when you go away for the summer, you tell your friends, I'll, like, you keep in touch and, um, like, you know call throughout the summer like once you've built trust for a person to like actually stay in your life you use that kind of language like oh let me know when you're home let me know when yeah. like those it's very small things but it's like it's clear that she thought that he was going to be a permanent thing in her life yeah because she's thinking of ahead to that like mundane future already oh god yeah and it's so like even like in but I can see a sauce in the memory. August slipped away into a moment of time because it was never mine. Like she, I feel like she had that hope for them, but mm-hmm. also in the back of her head, she knew that this was a temporary thing mm-hmm. and that James is like stuck on Betty or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like, it's never hers. Yeah. And like, you can see the hope throughout the song which makes it yeah. so much more painful i know literally like ends with hopeful. for the hope of it all oh like god shit. oh god back when i was young for the hope of it all hope of it all i think i like betty just because it's like so like more 
I've never listened to really. Betty God, you have to listen Riddle. to Betty. I really like Betty. I I can't like imagine the lyrics. It it goes like, Betty, I will make assumptions about why you blah blah. blah you know, mm-hmm. you heard. Th- I don't think this one has the most lyrically like. Like it profound things but also like this is the one that ties it all together i think mm. this is the one that like the completes the trilogy yeah, yeah. <coughs> like it has a lot of callbacks to like cardigan mm. like what was it um where is it where is it damn oh standing in your cardigan kissing in my car again and also, like, I was walking home on broken cobblestones, just thinking of you. And then this is, like, the connection to August. Mm-hmm. It's, like, when she pulled up, like, a figment of my worst intentions. Mm-hmm. She said, James, get in. Let's drive. Mm-hmm. Those days turned into nights. Slept next to her, but dreamt of you all summer long. Mm-hmm. Bitch. I'm team August here. I don't know who I'm team. Team <laughs> August. Because he played her. What is your favorite Taylor Swift song? Oh my god, that's really hard. There's so many. There's so many. Mm-hmm. I feel like right now it's Champagne Problems. Really? Or Illicit Affairs. Oh. I love Illicit Affairs. Clandestine meetings and long Easter's. God, it's so good. I've always loved Enchanted Oh, and Enchanted. Lover. Yeah. Lover's my favorite song. <coughs> I also love Paper Rings. <gasps> yeah. I love shiny things, but I'd marry you with paper rings. Please. Shiny things, but I'd marry you with paper rings. I want to have Enchanted in my wedding playlist. Playlist. Oh, God. It's such a romantic <laughs> song. Lover, too. Yeah. Have you seen those videos of weddings where <clears throat> they end the ceremony with Lover? Enchanted? Oh. No, let me show you. Like, oh, God. It's so cute. Stop. And I was... Enchanted to me. <coughs> oh God, I spelled it wrong. The lyrics to "Lover" are so easy to understand, so which good. I think is like so purposeful because it's like love should be that simple, oh kind of, right? Yeah, it should be that easy. It should be. It really should. Like it should be like not a boring thing, but. It should be so easy that it feels almost mundane because it's so natural. I know. Like, I feel like we all just see that. We can leave the Christmas lights until January. We can leave the Christmas lights. Where is it? Like, all she's basically talking about is, like, this little home that they've built together. It's not anything special. It's not... It's just, like, a dinner they're having. Friends are over, crashing on the living room. But it's, like... You know that love is so strong and so pure because it doesn't have to be exciting. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like, let's take these grand trips to here and here and here. And that's how we can feel special together. It's just like, you feel special together because you love each other that much. Oh, God. Oh, God. I love Lover. (laughs) I also love Lover. It's such a good good. one. Shit, I can't find it, but I'll show you later Mm -hmm. if I find it. It was Mm. quite romantic. I almost... Cry. Oh. I was like, oh, fuck these bitches. <laughs> Why? How does gorgeous go? You're so gorgeous. Is yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. See, Taylor Swift knows how to write a melody. S- is it a melody or a harmony? 
Melody. Melody? I don't know the technical terms. Me neither. But she knows how to, like, make one so well that you can literally pick it up right away. I know. We... If we play, like, the one or two second challenge with a lot of her songs. We could probably guess it. I'm not even a, like, big Taylor Swift fan. But we know. But we know, like, you're so cool. <coughs> you're on the, f- like. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You recognize it right away. She's, like, embedded into the music industry. She really is. And she will forever be. Yeah. She's been in it for so, so long. long. And she's, like, influenced so many artists. Like, Olivia Rodrigo, um, who else? Conan Gray, Gracie Abrams. <laughs> God, I love Gracie. We're gonna see them both. We're gonna see them both. Gracie. Gracie. I'm so excited to see Gracie. Rocklin. Oh God, so good. Feels like. Feels like it was in like, my top five. Feels like is such also another very like simple love song, but it's like. I would do whatever you wanted. I know. This is what it feels like. Yes. This is what it feels like. God, it's so good. Living in the movie I watched in. Funny because we couldn't have called it. Met you at the right time. This is what it feels like. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> this is what it Gracie's so pretty, too. She's so pretty. Have you seen her abs? No. Dude. God. Why she does she have everything? Buffet, yeah. <coughs> oh, fuck. What um, song has your favorite lyrics of all time? Oh, God. That's hard. It um, can be sad, happy, both. Um, favorite crime, Olivia Rodrigo. I think, like, the metaphor is so good. Hold on. Um... And I watched as you flood the scene, doe-eyed, as you buried me, one heart broke, four hands bloody. Ooh. <laughs> it's so good. I don't know if it's, like, my favorite favorite, but, like, I can't really think of a lot. But favorite crime is definitely up there. Like, one of the best. Favorite crime is so sad. I love it. All the things I did just so I could call you mine. Oh, God. Also, oh, my God. Um, One step forward, three steps back, mm-hmm. I think is, like, really underrated. Really? I... I honestly don't listen to that one at all. Like, I've, I know it, but, like, I don't really know it. Like, I couldn't sing it all the way through. I think it's, like, so um, I relatable. I know the one step yeah. forward. And Wait, where is... More li- is it? Mm, actually, no. <laughs> it's snowing. Like, the snow is sticking everywhere but here. Like, at home, it's sticking. Um, no, yeah. Like, in... Everywhere but Seattle, it's sticking. I know. What the shit? Wait. Wait, maybe it's not that. <coughs> there was one lyric that Olivia wrote where it was like, like, oh God, I can't even like remember. Is it in One Step Forward, Three Steps Back? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. But it was talking about how I'd break up with you, but like, you're all I know or something like that. <gasps> See? The 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 people returning to what's familiar, like what yeah. they know. That's why it's like it's why we like should never like look like I feel like so many people look down on people for like going back to their ex or like even though it isn't the best idea. Yeah. Um it ri- makes so much sense why because we look for the love that 
is familiar. Mm-hmm. It's not even like, oh, we think we deserve that love. It's like, it's just familiar. So it's just going to feel at some point comfortable. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, God. Yeah. But yeah. But like realizing what's familiar isn't what's good for you is like the the hardest part. And it's like easier said than done. M- mostly. Yeah. <coughs> that would be a good topic to talk about. What? Should you go back to your ex? Yeah. Or are there certain situations where you should go back to your ex? Or why do people go back to their exes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such a good point, though, because it's like, yeah, we do look for stuff that are that's familiar because it feels safe. Yeah. Familiar like, is safe. And like my therapist would say, how does that connect to your parents? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, girly, <laughs> damn, at night in the morning. I don't know how you do your therapy sessions so early because I feel like I can't think that early. It's because um, I volunteer. Uh, and you're and already awake. I'm already awake. And then I don't want to like, just in case a certain someone wants to take a silly walk. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I'll probably change it next quarter. If, But actually, no, because like I'm already up. What time do you get up for volunteering? 6.20? Really? I should I should get up earlier. Damn. I'm late. Oh, my God. Most where, of the time. Where do you volunteer at Roots? Roots Teachers up there. Oh, my God. Or uh, up there. Up there. Oh, God. I don't know. I, um, I think it's very important to, like, gain experience in, like, all the sectors that have to do with healthcare. Yeah. Which includes housing, which includes food system, nutrition, and which includes, like, education. Yeah. That's why I want to, like, do, like, the alternative spring break thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Just getting experience in all... And clinical, too. Yeah. That's why I'm a caregiver. Dude, you have... To, you're literally a jack of all trades. Thank I... You so much. I just like... Really? You I just think like staying busy? No, I don't like staying busy. I just like knowing. I don't know. I feel like I want to be a well-equipped person in the healthcare field. Yeah. Because often some doctors aren't that compassionate because they haven't gotten the experience in like with the houselessness population, with like stu- people um, struggling with like food insecurity, with all these like other factors. Like, yeah. If someone's just so honed, which is unfortunate because medical, the medical path does not allow for people to do that sometimes. Yeah. Like if you're just go, 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 research, 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 like advancement, advancement, study, study for the MCAT, like you're not going to have time to do that. So it's like, I don't know who I was talking to about this. I think it was my cousin or something like that, where it's like so strange that we have such a huge healthcare provider shortage even though there's so many people that want to be healthcare providers, but yeah. you're just burning everyone out, yeah. creating a very inaccessible um, career because the MCAT's like, what, $1,000 and you have to probably take it a couple times. The is it really that expensive? Yes. What? The test itself is like at least $800, $900, like oh up God. to 1000 so it's like if you need to take it a couple <gasps> times, that's like a couple thousand dollars, Damn. three thousand dollars, four thousand. Like med every school. med school application is expensive. Every med school is like expensive, and it's like, how do you expect people, to, like the 
the right amount of people and the right people too to be able to like adequately gain experience the experiences that you want but also the experience is like that will make them actually a compassionate um provider yeah healthcare provider because like there's not enough time for that but there should be like there needs to be compassion in healthcare spaces yeah it shouldn't just be in education it shouldn't just be in like psychology it shouldn't just be like where you seek therapy for i don't know it should be where you get your health care too yeah everywhere so that's why i like i think it's important to know to understand to be part of something that is helping yeah that's that's really good actually god get (laughs) me a school public health master's application right now yeah shit Click, 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 click. Mm, I'm trying to think of my favorite lyric. It's definitely from Moses Sumney. Oh, my God. The way I was part of his point zero zero five percent this year. Oh, yeah. Top point point or top point zero zero five percent. Were you happy with your Spotify rap? Yes and no. I can't mm-hmm. believe Drake made it on there. That's just like quite embarrassing. What? <laughs> oh, my God. But one yeah. person I know had him as their top. Really? Mm-hmm. What? It's definitely from like the beginning of the year that I listened to Drake. But I didn't think that it would catch up to me like that. It always catches up to you. What the fuck? It caught me off guard. I was like, whoa. Wait. What were your top five again? And you have reasons why. Songs and artists. Okay. Taylor Swift. Um, of course. Mm-hmm. Conan Gray. Of course. Um, I, Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. I don't, she, I'm so glad she's still on there, even though she hasn't released any new things this year. Where is it? Where's my top? And Joshua Bassett. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not them both being top. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then and Drake. Oh, fucking Drake. <laughs> okay. Olivia Rodrigo, number three. Four is Drake. And then Joshua Bassett. Joshua Bassett released a lot of stuff, and one of his songs is in my top. My top songs are Memories, Complex. Why? Memories. Okay, when it came out, I listened to it nonstop. Like, I, that's, like, the song I, like, listened to to, like, get nostalgia on, like, spring quarter of mm. freshman year. Because that was, like, what was looped all the time. <laughs> and I remember one weekend where both of my roommates were gone and I had the room to myself, I would play it on blast everywhere. Like, I had it playing on my Alexa while I was in the shower with the door fucking open. And I was just, like, walking what around if Viviana or Jaden <laughs> walked in? Nah. <laughs> <coughs> but listen, that was, like... That made moves, mm. honestly. <coughs> and it's just so good and catchy. It really is. Yeah. It's been a couple months. Oh, God. <laughs> But my second song is Complex. Ooh, that one I looped for a long that time. That shit. Lo- fuck. Those lyrics are. Fucked me up. They fucked <coughs> me up like no other. Like a punch in the okay, face. Okay, maybe that that's one of the top songs mm. with really great lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. That one was on a loop for forever. And it just came out like a couple months ago yeah, i think yeah you what the and i was streaming that going shit through it, God i damn was it. streaming even before it like came out i was like on tiktok like just constantly playing that 
god it was so good <coughs> like what's okay where was one of um okay i cry in his bathroom he turns off the big light oh we won't be together but maybe the next night i need him like water wait wait wait. what is it i need him like water where is it shit being a good wife oh i need him like water he thinks that i'm all right that one that one like stabbed like a stab to my heart i was like oh my god no literally because like what the i think like the the line about like crying in his bathroom and turning turn, off the turn light, light is is more painful to me because like like i think he almost knows he knows that he's doing all of that but he's just like choosing to ignore it choosing to ignore it turn all the light like literally <coughs> placing her in the dark further into the dark oh god yeah literally. like leaving her colder and feeling more abandoned like whatever's around her that reminding her of any type of warmth he he said goodbye he took it away goodbye so like oh god oh god literally what were the other top songs and why um stick season stick it's season? like it's by noah khan and it's the one that goes um and i love vermont but it's the season of the sticks and i saw your mom she forgot that i existed it's kind of like <laughs> it's borderline country but i'm not gonna say that it's like folk okay <coughs> but his whole album is really good um northern attitude or something like that mm-hmm. it's so good i really like it um but yeah that one i played a lot throughout the summer because it was giving me very much like like hosier like lumineers Ooh. vibes that's why i, I really like hosier it. i love I can't believe he wasn't on my freaking top artist. I that made me quite sad. Wow! Did you <coughs> expect him to be? I except I expected him or the Lumineers because I listen to them so much. Like it's like constantly on a loop for me. I don't know why. Lumineers song I really know is uh, uh, Ophelia. <laughs> yeah, so good. Oh God, I really love Cleopatra. Um, um, long way from home in the light so many so many good things like real people do from Hosier, so good foreigners god oh god it's just so good so good what was your next top song um would you love me now by joshua bassett oh, I don't know. this one is like the one that's like tbh a lot of his most re- this one came out like a month ago the it's in my top four it's my number four so <coughs> i don't know what happened but let me like look at the this one's like the one that's like um has people um assuming that him and olivia are back together because it's like um um it's like i never got to tell you what i really meant i'm passing pasadena do you still live in la and olivia lives in pasadena I can't help about the things that I would say. If I showed up at your doorstep, would you turn me away? Oh, my God. Would you love me now? Take me back to when we were young again, darling. Would you love me now? Ooh. It's just so good. I really love it. I still got the converse. Uh, I still got the converse that I wore the day we met. I'm running out of, out of reasons not to do it all again. Ah! And he has a song called Do It All Again. That's about Olivia. So, Ooh. it's like, it's very much reaching, but also like, 
Come on now. It, he knows what he, his PR team is knowing. They, they know, know what they're, they're doing. <laughs> I would fall for it too. <laughs> it's really good. And one of his songs is also different. That shit is so good. Um, okay, and I'm trying not to kiss you because we've seen how this can end and my therapist would kill me if she knew that I was here. But no one knows me like you know me, dear. And no one holds me how you hold me, dear. Ooh. I'm back in your arms, but everything's changed. Now, we've been through hell and back again. My biggest regret was walking away. I'm not going to make that mistake again. Ooh. Maybe this time it'll be different. Oh, God. Would you believe someone if they told you that? This time it'll be different? Or maybe. Maybe. Literally, if I was Olivia, I would be fucking running up to his doorstep right now. No. Look Look at who she is. I would be begging on my knees. Look at who she is. Olivia is a strong, strong girl. Because Mm -hmm. if I were her, I would have folded immediately. (laughs) For a white man? Yeah. Yeah. I will admit. (laughs) For Joshua Bassett, yeah. That was your fifth. Oh, my fifth is feels like. (gasps) (laughs) I would do whatever you after we saw her live, I just listened to her nonstop. Remember when I had those Gracie tickets and I asked you to go and then you were like, uh, and I, I like, wanted to go. <gasps> Not after I said $35. Listen, I was going to go, but you were like, should I sell it? And I was like, yeah, why not? We're already seeing her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's both of us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so sure. yeah, I was like, I can't just fuck myself. <laughs> fuck myself. Oh, God. And she was playing such a small venue, huh? It was Nemos. Oh, God. 100. No, 600 people. Oh, God. We could have been really close, like Dora Jar. Sort of, no, maybe. we could have. No, no, no. Like and she's the so Nemo good space. at interacting with people. Yeah, I, I saw people interacting. I think we wouldn't have been able to been that, be that close because um, she had VIP tickets. Uh, so, like, maybe we, we would have been in the middle. But that venue is so good. Like, oh. so good. I love Nemos. Or Numos. Or if whatever. Gracie goes on another tour, I'm going. We're going. Well, we're going to see her. <laughs> oh, that's so true. We're going to see her. I want to see her again, though. Like, just her. So good. Okay. What were yours? So, my top artists Moses Sumney, my love, my peace and joy. <laughs> um, Sufjan Stevens, because I play him every night to fall asleep. Truly, he's probably one of the best lyricists in the industry, but I never listen to his lyrics. <laughs> God. Because. <laughs> I play on every night to sleep. My brain automatically is like <laughs> gone. Like yeah. And then Taylor Swift, obviously. She just has so many hits. So many. And when Midnight's came out, I was streaming that <laughs> shit twenty four seven. So I'm not surprised. And then Umi, because partly because Umi is great. Also, this one song it will be in my top. Um, out. <laughs> I'll, I'll say. And then Lizzie McAlpine. Oh my god, she's Lizzie! my favorite lyricist. Besides Moses. Ceilings. But, oh my God. Lizzie. She knows how to make a sad song so well. She knows how to make a sad song. Um, my top song was Doomed by Moses Sumney. Let me read you this. <laughs> okay. I played it almost 500 times. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. It's so sad. But basically, um, this is practically the whole thing. Um, hollow One with Inverted Tongue. From whence does fulfillment come? When I expel from this mortal shell, will I die for living numb? Am I vital if my heart is idle? Am I doomed 
am I vital? If my heart is idle, am I doomed? Oh, God. So this is from his album, A Romanticism. And he kind of, in the song, talks about, is someone, like, fucked, basically, if they don't feel like they can love. Oh, God. Or they are oh loved by someone. Like, like, if they can't feel like they're loved, are they living? Are they a person? Are they, yeah, like, can they actually experience life for what it should be if they're not loved or that they can't love Love. god in the way that people are expected to i guess Mm. in like our society but like him asking like when does the fulfillment come like when do i confirm that i am a person i am like it's okay to not feel like you can love in the way that we're preached to love and then the next line is, I feel you, but nobody else, though you're someone I can't see. Yet you say nothing of the stoic suffering that stirs lukewarm in me. If lovelessness is godlessness, will you cast me to the wayside? Well, I feel the pleading of half-painted ceilings revealed the covering of a blank sky. Truly, I can't analyze that all. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, yeah, basically, (coughs) he's asking, is lovelessness godlessness? Like, and in a sense, like, he's painting God as this, like, almighty thing. Like, if lovelessness, if love is not there, then what is there? Yeah. What is there that is better that I'm not experiencing? God, these are quite profound lyrics. His lyrics are, I know I'm not analyzing them completely right, but his lyrics are so devastating. Me in 20 years (laughs) is literally the Saddest song. Oh my god. And I never know how to say the song right. It's P O L L Y, Polly. But he says it like almost like, yeah, whatever. Um, but I don't know when he. Mm, oh my god, it's not here. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, it is. Oh my god, this lyric is literally amazing. Like when I was, when I was putting, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. oh god. <laughs> um, You remain in motion, bottom of the ocean, not yet sick of psychopaths. Telling you their true lies, like no moon is higher, hollow as a hallway. Your your fist fits right through me. If I split my body into two men, would you then love me better? Octopus Octopus myself, so you weather this sea. Like he like, it's like... Oh God! Yeah. And then like, um, you love dancing with me, or do you just love dancing? Oh God! So he's just saying like, is it me or just the feeling that I create? Is it me or do you just like feeling this feeling? And anyone oh could God. give you that feeling. It can I just if I split myself into if I octopus myself if I like expand myself if I like create all these figments of myself to fit into whatever you need? Can it be me? Oh God! Oh God! Right? What is this song? Um, Polly. <laughs> uh, Polly. Polly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um like literally every time I listen to it, I want to cry so bad because it's like, ble- pleading, begging someone like, what can I do to make you, like, see that it's me? Me, yeah. And not just oh this God. feeling oh, that I can create. This is quite sad. I know. <laughs> I'm surprised that that one wasn't in one of my tops because I always play that, but 
not 500 times, like, dude. <laughs> not 500 <laughs> times. Um, and my second one, my second top song, um, was Wish That I Could Be Your Lover by <laughs> Oh. Um, what hmm. certain time of that? What certain time are you referring to, perhaps? Mm. Uh, pine, pining, pining, <laughs> pining, pining, pining I'm time. Gold Rush wasn't on there. Did you play Gold Rush? I play Gold Rush a lot. I would not be. Wait, wait, wait. I think um, you know how Spotify compiled a list of your top yeah. 100. Yeah. I think it's in order. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but wish that I could. Um, was my pining song <laughs> one of them? God, I was. I'm so. <laughs> I'm such. Anyways. Anyways. Um. <laughs> that's so embarrassing for me. <laughs> um. Yep. You were right. It was. Um. Pop, uh, Gold Rush was number seven. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> God, uh, the grip that they have. Oh God. Um. And then um, number three was You're Still the One. I just oh. think it's such a really cute song. It's like very simple love, yeah. like lover. It's like, you're still the one I'll run. Oh, to yeah. Only one I'll That's like a classic. It's such a classic. And then for some reason, number four, or not some reason, I know why, <laughs> because I played it a lot, um, was Same Boat by Lizzie, even though it's like so sad. Really? Oh, God, Lizzie. Lizzie. It's the one that goes, if I had a chance. Yeah. Um, that I think about you every single day. I don't know Aww. if I can take this chance. You're on my mind when I miss the snow. You show up when I hear that song. When I finally start watching that TV show. I don't know why every time that I think of home, I can picture you standing Aww. in the cold, but I'm scared because I don't know if you and I are in the same boat. Oh, God. Like, basically, this is another, like, like loving this person in <coughs> such a way that s- seems so permanent. Mm-hmm. Like, expecting them to stand out there in the cold, expecting them, like, populating in your mind every day. Like, everything reminds you of them, but, like, literally not knowing at all if they feel the same, the same way at all. Like, oh, God. Oh my god, you were in your, you were in your pining era for sure. Oh, I don't. This was not a pining song. Was it not? No, no, no. no. Oh god, it was just. I don't know why. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why I lift this one. It just sounds very nice. Yeah. When she says, um, like when she sings, same boat, like the how she sings it, same boat. I like the my brain. Can't Lizzie just does not go to Seattle. I hate her for that. <laughs> She's been to Seattle a lot though. Yeah. But not enough. Actually, no. She's been to Seattle twice, but for the first, like, at least this, um, like, recently, she's been to Seattle twice. But the first time, she came with Dodie, which doesn't make, it's not her own show. Uh. And then she came to the Capitol Hill block party. And still, like, there's a ton of sets. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's like a very short show. Yeah. So, like, when she's actually touring, she's skipping Seattle for some reason. Don't know why. Um, my fifth one was Mariella by Leon Bridges and... I never know how to say their name. Karimbaugh? Karim... Karimbin? Anyways. And then six was Polly. 
Seventh was Gold Rush. Eight was Waiting by Amber Mark. Are you going to go through? <laughs> yeah. Nine was um, Sorry I Laughed. And ten was Me in 20 Years. Oh, wow. Let me read you some of Me in 20 Years lyrics. Okay. It's like the most devastating Moses song ever. Really? Besides Doomed. I think Doomed is even. God. Mastermind made it to my top seven. Whoa. No <laughs> way. It came out so <laughs> it came recently. Out so recently. I must have streamed it so much. God. <laughs> also, Ocean and Engines by Nikki. We should have seen Nikki. Meh. Damn, really? Tickets sold out pretty fast. Dude, I really like her. Yeah. I like her. Anyways, lyrics. Oh, um, okay. He says, Hey, after all these years, I'm still here. Fingers outstretched with your imprint in my bed. A pit so big, I lay on the edge. Will love let me down again? Oh, God. Oh, no. No, it won't get in. I'm left wondering if it's written on my urn that I'll burn alone like a star. I wonder how I'll sleep at night with a cavity by my side and nothing left to hold but pride. Will I hold out for more time? Hey, me in 20 years. Does your milk still turn to rot too soon? Do you still hoard souvenirs and make them mirrors of sentimental veneers? Oh, God. His lyrics are so good. They're amazing. Like, oh my God. Just like imagining someone who was so, who was so permanent in your life that yeah. they imprinted your oh God. life in yeah. a way where when they left a pit so large, like form that you can't even like be near it. Yeah. It feels so empty. It feels so hollow. It feels so <laughs> shallow. And like, you're still wondering like, will this thought, literally be written on my urn like as like the thought of like you dying with this thought because they it, were it such so impactful yeah such an impactful thing in your life that you can't even imagine like dying will give you peace oh god because it's written on your urn don't even say that to me that's and quite sad yeah that's quite devastating and like thinking about nothing left to hold but my pride will i hold off for more time and like the the line about, hey, me in twenty years, does your milk turn to rot too soon? Like him asking himself twenty years later, like do you do you have that other person like that will hypothetically like help you finish that milk? Oh God, like, does oh God. that like are those things in your life being taken care of um, now? Yeah. But because it's not now, like it's still turning to rot too soon. Like things are still like going away too quickly. Things are still, like, turning too quickly. And he's, like, crying out for his self in 20 years. Like, uh, has anything changed? Whoa. Oh, God. And then this line, I didn't even realize how impactful. But, like, do you still hoard, ho- do you still hoard souvenirs and make them <coughs> mirrors of yeah. sentimental veneers? Oh, my God. I didn't even know, like, how what that can mean fully. Mm-hmm. Like, but do you still hold pieces of people mm-hmm. um in like superficial ways to replace them almost oh god um yeah and dude like, i feel like if i listened to him i'd be like fucking depressed <laughs> <laughs> dude um does like the melody like also match like the oh my god it's devastating really god i gotta listen then all his songs are 
incredible. Like, not only the lyrics, but the way it's produced, how he utilizes <coughs> his voice, like, how he sings, like, the high notes, but brings them right back down for, like, the parts, the yeah. parts that need, like, those low notes. Like, the way he harmonizes, the melody he's... Cre- like, the way he produces his music and composes it yeah. all, it's like no other, like... Oh, God. He is my favorite. <laughs> Moses! <laughs> Moses, come. But... Oh, my God. And Color is also the most beautiful song. Like, the horns in it, it feels like you're, like, standing in, like, a cave and, like... <laughs> Like, sh- <coughs> seashells are being, like, touched together ever so slightly. So, they're creating, like, natural, like, charming sounds yeah. instead. Like, it feels so something like you run into, like, a magic mushroom that you oh run God. into nature or something. <laughs> like, oh, my God. But color is, like, um, I, don't, I never really listen to the lyrics too much. But it's, like, such a beautiful harmony. It's, like, oh. Oh. He is one of the... <coughs> greatest artist like the only artist that is more unique i would say maybe fka twigs fka twigs fka twigs wow oh she is an artist through and through through her like physical performances with her songs and again how she composes and her lyrics self everything (sighs) that song (laughs) oh my god but I could go on and on about Moses because <coughs> I don't I don't know why more people don't know about him. I don't I've never heard of Moses Omni. No? No. Do you know Make Out in My Car? No. Unless you play it for me. Mm. It goes I'm not trying to go to bed with you. I'm just trying to make out in my car. No. No? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> <coughs> it has Sufjan Stevens in it. It is um, his one of his popular songs. And I think it was featured. I think one of his songs was featured. Um, uh, oh, wait, no. Wait. Because, wait. you know Euphoria? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> a lot of, I thought. His song might have been featured on there, but I think majority... I think I was thinking of Labyrinth. Mm. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Dune was in Euphoria. Oh, I think I know that one. It's like... Perhaps. I oh, and Me in 20 Years was also in Euphoria. Really? Oh, shit. His songs are, like... His songs are on soundtracks. Like, they're I popular. I listen. But... Oh, God, I think we've been on here for, like, two hours. Really? Close. Dang. <laughs> Actual long episode for you guys today. <laughs> Literally three-hour episode. <laughs> three-hour episode. God. Yeah, Me and 20 Years was in Euphoria. Oh, my God. And Labyrinth, also such a... He's a staple producer in the music industry. Holy shit. Carly, Cut. no. She's not off until twelve thirty. I can't believe they scheduled her that late. I know. 
anyways, we should be closing this episode out soon because we're about to talk for three hours. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for listening to our thoughts. Just a bunch of ramble of thoughts here Way and there. Way too many thoughts, So apparently. many thoughts. <laughs> so many topics we talked about today went from, like, love and, like, trust and to, like, dissecting songs. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wonder what we'll title this episode. Um, there. Why do we literally do, like, s- ten episodes in one, one sitting? One fucking sitting. <laughs> but, hey, 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 that's how it goes. That's how it goes. That's how life moves. <coughs> Anyways. Oh, God. So many, so much coughing in this episode. I'm so sorry. Oh. Hopefully by next week, I'm like, fine. There's no coughing and maybe there's <laughs> just cough drops. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Anyways, um, I'm going to give it to V to close out so I can cough far, far away from the mic. Okay. Um, <coughs> see you guys next week. Bye. Boom. 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 <laughs>